A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns, a private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. Twenty-five years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. The Stormwood and Associates team, having been hired by Prupip Technologies to do a physical penetration test of their security at an air-gapped server farm, uh, discovered actual thieves breaking in and stealing data. They gave chase, they failed, but they have a clue that led them to a warehouse down by the docks where they discovered one of the people they had seen stealing the data, a halfling thief, handing over the flash drive to Piper himself, one of the co-owners of Prupip Technologies. Then, Piper shot the halfling in the head. And, uh, our team bravely entered and tried to recover the drive. And they, they, they're doing way, way better than I expected. They're, they're doing better than I expected. Alright, so... That was Babbitt, so Babbitt, you've got the thing. Raz, you're up. So, I'm gonna punch him again. Alright, so roll me a d10, plus your combat... Plus your bare hands, um, plus uh, your level plus one. Ooh. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's uh, his... Yeah, no, you definitely hit him. All right, so now it's time to roll your damage. So give me a d10 plus your effective combat skill plus one for being main character. Is 11. All right, so his... <laughs> I whiffed the first time, but boy, I get him the second time. He's down. <laughs> He's unconscious. <laughs> you just, just punched him into the ground. Uh, okay. Uh, If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm.
that was this was he was supposed to be harder than this to beat. <laughs> but you still have you still have two armed guys here. And I'm I'm more planned for the combat. He's a main villain, so you can't actually kill him in combat. You no, and I don't want out. Right. So I mean that's that's the good news. So uh fodder guy is gonna take a shot at you. Um Okay. Uh, so he's got an 11, so I'm betting that's higher than your sweetness plus level plus one. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, all right. What's your, uh, fitness plus level plus one? Five. Yeah. You soak all the damage. <laughs> you just take it. Like, you're just like, bam, she hits you on the shoulder. You just kind of look at him like it was nothing the shell kind of like it hit a button or something <laughs> Just like the the bullet hits the ground he's very surprised piper doesn't do anything because he's unconscious uh what are what are you guys all at health wise two is that two damage or two left uh two da two damage two damage so you can take like eight more hits all right. Uh, what are you at, Raz? I'm also at two damage. And what are you at, Bill? No one has actually hit me. All right. Great. Anything? Well, it was going to be a great move this round because Piper was going to use Immobilize on some of you. And <laughs> so that could have really changed things. But but I had a backup plan. <laughs> Fodder really? Guy 2, which is what he's officially called. I didn't give him a name. <laughs> His character sheet is just fodder too. Uh, he's... Wait, George Fodder guy? I went to high school with oh him. Oh my god, I hate you so much. All right, so he's gonna grab his radio. Oh, mathematically, this did not work out the way I thought it would, but that's fun. He's gonna grab his radio, and he's calling for backup. Um, and what you see, for no good reason. Two more doors open on the truck side. These guys are all just like hanging out in the back of semis, and you don't know why, and they're weird. <laughs> all right? And literally four more guys are going to walk in. Run in with their tactical gear. And so I got to roll their initiatives to see how they fit into the order. All right. That guy rolled really well. That guy rolled really well. All right. Third guy also rolls really well. And one more. And oh my god, all of these guys rolled better than you. Oh shit. <laughs> so they're all going next. Yeah, they all got 10s and 11s for their initiative order. So. Ah, okay. All right, so these four guys, they're going to run in shooting. Um, they haven't necessarily, they haven't spotted Bill yet. Uh... So, well, okay, so two of them are going to come in shooting. The other two are going to try to grab the boss. Um, so uh, the first one, he is going to take a shot at Babbitt. And uh, so four plus. All right, so what's your sweetness plus level, Babbitt? Five. They hit, The first guy hits, and he's going to do... Um, 
Okay, so what's your uh, fitness plus level? A three. You're going to take seven damage. Oh! <laughs> he rolled a nine on his oh, attack I... roll. So uh, the second guy's going to target Raz. And what's your... <laughs> this guy, uh, there's no way he hits you because he rolled a one. And his effective combat skill for guns is a one. And his level is one. So that means as long as your sweetness plus level is more than three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A oh, and you get a plus one because you're the main character for yeah. this session. Um, yeah, you... Yeah, he... The, the second guy misses... The other two guys are going to grab, um, on their turn, they're going to grab uh, Piper's unconscious body and start dragging him. Like, they're going to start dragging him towards the truck. Okay. Now we're at Bill. I am going to aim a psychic flamethrower at one of the draggers. One of the draggers? Yes. All right, so roll me a... Uh, so your effect, this is going to be guns plus level plus 1d10. Okie dokie, so... Eight. All right, you, they're dead. <laughs> the oh two, my god, the two, I'm sorry. The two dragon guys <laughs> just erupt in psychic flames. Both of them? Yeah, well, he rolled... What did you do? Eight. Yeah, an eight. They each only have three. They can only eat their fodder, so they can only take three damage. And it's sweet move rules spill it over to adjacent characters. So not only are they... So actually, one of the other fodder guys should also take two damage. So I'm going to pick this one. Because he'd be the closest. So yeah, you you gravely wound one and kill... Just They just... They don't exist anymore. They like... Oh my god. They... They erupted oh. in psychic flame and dusted, and they are just ah. piles of dust on the ground. I might have overdone it. Well, there's a reason why you can only do it, like, four times a session. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's these, like, you guys have been doing, like, moderate damage. Like, the, these are rules designed for you to take on 20 guys. Yeah. All right, so uh, Bill has gone. Babbitt, you are hurt. I am hurt. I have nine wounds. Uh, okay. You, you literally, if you get hit one more time, you're dead. Uh, so. Uh, yep. uh, okay. So, spitting blood, nearly dead. I use a sweet move to uh, to scale my rope in one shot. All right. Everybody agree that that works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're you're up by you're up on the the catwalks by Bill. Remember, yep. Bill could use a sweet move point to heal you at some point. <laughs> yep. Because he does have healing spell, I believe. Yeah, I oh. do. It smells really sterile. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're at Raz. How many fodder are left? Okay. So there are. Um, the two guys who, so two of the guys who were part of the original group, um, one of the two of the guys who were in here at the beginning of combat are still standing and untouched, um, and the out of the four guys who came in, two are dead. One is perfectly healthy, and one of them's really injured. So three of the three of the living fodder guys are totally fine. One of them is 
like two thirds of the way to dead. And how close are they to me? So the the guys who came in from the trucks, um, and they're all they're all pretty close. the The two guys, one one two of them are b- between you and the trucks, and one of them is in perfect health. One of them is injured. Uh, the other guy is kind of behind you. Because he was just on the other side of uh, of Piper when, like, so when you went into the middle to attack Piper, he would, he ended up behind you. Okay. Um. And he has failed every time. He well, he he took a shot once and then he radioed for backup. So that's why he like he he has not successfully hit anybody in this combat. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a uh, way that I can hit like both the guys in front of me like with a roundhouse kick or something all right so there there's space between them they kind of came in like from flanking there's like so four guys came in two of them went to the middle and were dragging piper who is now just his unconscious bodies on the floor again while two piles of dust thanks to you know your friend (laughs) are now by his arms they're kind of one is kind of five feet to the left, one is kind of five feet to the right. Uh, on a standard attack, there's not really anything you could do on a sweet move. Like you could come up with something creative, like hitting one guy with the other guy. But yeah, and remember, we've been doing kind of simple sweet moves. You can do a way more complex series of actions on a sweet move. All right, so I want to take my grappling hook gun, shoot it into the rafters, um, run at an arc so that I am swinging in a circle using my my rope so I can kick all three of the guys in the head. All right. So do we all that that would be a sweet move? Do we all agree that that would work? Oh yes. That sounds awesome. All right. So you need to roll your damage. So uh, give me your effective combat stat. So that would be a bare hands plus your level plus 1 cuz you're the main character plus a d10. All right, so you. All right, so which one are you hitting first? Like in this, the the one behind you or one of the guys in front of you? Mm, probably the one behind me. All right, so he's gonna take three damage, and he's he he dead. You just kick his head right in. Yeah. So right back up. All right, and then. Wait, how many guys are still in there? Did it, did that fodder guy live earlier? There might be another guy in here I forgot about. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fine. It's just like I might have miscounted my fodder. Oh, well, no matter what, there's another guy in here because if I accidentally killed him and forgot him, there was another guy who was being lazy and uh, one way or the other, he's in here. All right, so, and then you take out the, you take out the other full health guy who's on the other side. Uh, the one who was partially injured, uh, you, you kind of hit him, but because we spent all the damage on the other two guys, it's just superficial. But he's already like one point. If he had rolled one higher, he would have taken out all three of those guys. But he's still up. All right, and that brings me to the fodder guy. I forgot him. Oh yeah, he, yeah, I just forgot to mention. I forgot he was there for a minute, but uh, he's been here. 
Um, he is, uh, well, because Babbitt's up top and Bill's up top, he's going to take a shot at Raz, who's the only one he can see. Yep. And uh, he's going to roll. All right. So what's your sweetness plus your level? So he's going to hit you because he got a nine on his attack. But let's see how much it actually hurts you. <laughs> What's your uh, fitness plus level plus one? Five. Five? All right. He's going to... Uh, you soak all of it. Like, you're just like... He, he rolled really well on his attack. Like, that's the thing. Is he rolled like... He rolled like stellarly on the actual on the uh, on the attack to hit roll, but then on damage he rolled a four, uh. and his four plus his his one, um, he he's got a one guns, and so he his effective on guns is a one, so he he can only do like on a four he he hits for five, but you can soak if your 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 soak is five right now, so you just took all of it. Oh. <laughs> I'm just taking bullets left and right. All right, and that guy's dead. So back up to the order to this to to the injured fodder guy. He's going to take a shot at Raz because that's who he can see, and he's going to hit you because okay. he rolled really well in that attack. I know a nine, and he rolled a nine. That's not before anything's added in, so he definitely hits you. And then he, oh my god! His damage roll, he rolled a two. <laughs> I'm just eating bullets. So it was like a total of three. Like, you are just getting hit nonstop and nothing is happening. Like, like you've apparently got in your pockets, like, a Bible and a flask and, like, a glasses case. And, like, every time you get hit, you're just like, huh? And drop out another random item. Like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, Babbitt gets hit and, like, almost dies. Like, if they had <laughs> rolled one higher, Babbitt would be dead. Like, dead, dead. But no, when they're hitting you, they're just like, oh, this is just... What the hell? Bill, your turn. All right. Um, I'm worried about Babbitt, so I'm going to throw some healing magic uh, his way. All right, so uh, healing is a uh, 1d6 plus your level. So Alrighty. Roll me a d6. Three with the level. So that includes the level? That includes the level. All right, so you get three health back. Uh, that's better. That's fine. That's, that's great. better than nothing. It smells very sterile. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's uncomfortably sterile. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. All right, so Babbitt, you're up. Okay, I throw that fire that uh the the skylight open and I'm out of there. You're I'm out of there. Toward, I'm out of there. I'm running toward the stairs. All right, Babbitt's running out. All right, uh, Raz, you're up. You've got two guys in here with you. And a okay. bunch of corpses and some dust and an unconscious tech guy. I think I 
I want to judo flip one guy into the other. All right, which guy are you gonna? All right, so you're gonna judo. So you're gonna do this as a sweet move, and uh... all right, which guy are you, are you judo flipping into the other guy? The healthy guy into the hurt guy, or the hurt guy into the healthy guy? Healthy guy into the hurt guy, I think. All right. Everybody agree that it works? Yes. Yep. All right. I do too. So roll me the damage that this is going to do. As you dramatically grab one dude and judo flip him into the other dude. And uh, it's going to do um, your effect. So bare hands plus level plus one because you're the main character plus one d10. Give me that. Eleven. Eleven. They are dead. <laughs> You just you just bare hands murdered two guys. Yep. So there you are now standing in the middle of a warehouse. There are like there are six dead guys, two piles of dust, and an unconscious tech millionaire, tech billionaire, sitting like on the ground in the middle of the room. Babbitt has made off with the MacGuffin. And you are just He's there's just he's just unconscious in the middle of the room, clearly breathing. What's your plan? Um, first I want to loot him. Let's see what he's got on him. All right. So, you go through his pockets, you find a set of keys, a wallet, a smartphone, a uh, coin which has the insignia of Hallowell on it which you recognize from your childhood. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. A set of keys, a cell phone, a wallet, and a coin. Can I the cell phone? Uh, so the cell phone, um, it, uh, is, uh, it's asking for a fingerprint to unlock. Or a dang password. It. What are you saying dang it for? What? You have him. <laughs> He's unconscious on the ground. A, a password would be hard. This is easy. Okay, I smush his fingerprint <laughs> into the phone. You unlock the phone. You are looking at the home screen of a smartphone. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go through his uh phone calls, messages, his contacts. All right, so. In his messages, you do so. There, most of it's pretty boring stuff. It's there are correspondences with John Prudence, the guy who is the co-owner of the company, who hired you to do the penetration test, and it's all just standard business stuff. Mostly like you know him telling Prudence whatever he wants is fine. Um, there is a string of texts between him and his mother, which are wholly uninteresting to anyone who's not him or his mother. Um, besides some argument about his sick cat and uh, yeah it, it's not not really any plot related details there I could just make up things but it would just be funny flavor uh, so besides that there there are um, there is a number that does not in his messages that does not have a contact uh, connected to it um, it's just a phone number and there are a handful of texts which appeared to be in some sort of code um, you can't really f understand what the the code is, 
but it's there it's it's a very long like there's at least like it's a long ongoing conversation with this other number in some in some sort of coder language you don't recognize I'm debating on whether like I want to keep the phone so if you keep the phone, if you keep the phone, you do know that you have a hacker back at base with Kel, who could probably get back into this without the fingerprint. So if you need to, if you want to investigate the information on this phone further, yeah, you, you don't. You can you can just take it. Okay. Or just take it to Tom. I mean, yeah. That is an option as well. Oh. Um. He's just lying there prone, unconscious, on the ground. His, I know, his arms are in piles of dust that used to be two guys who worked for him. <laughs> you are like... in a room filled with bodies and a tech millionaire. A tech millionaire. Um. And I want to remind you that the only proof Oh, yeah, and a dead halfling who's been shot in the head. Just halfling brains all over the ground. Hey, guys. It's just now dawning on me that I took several lives and I'm having, um, I don't feel so good. kind of wanted to interrogate the guy, but I guess I got to get out of here. Are, are there stairs down from up here? Yeah, there are stairs down to the ground level on both. And, like, you have to go all the way down the whole length of the building on the catwalk, but there, there are stairs at the end. Acceptable. So you're going to do that instead of going out the skylight the way your friend did and just walk to the car? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You're going to do that? <laughs> okay. By the way, I've been running back to the car and yeah. hide, hiding somewhere near it. I was going to say, um, does Bill, the, does Babbitt the have the keys to the car? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm hiding somewhere near it, and then I'm going to... In the uh, rain. No, I just want to point out, you're, you're outside in the rain. It's very dramatic. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I'm on the line with Kel telling him about, I got the thing, so... That's great. You got the thing. Yeah, I got the thing. All right. Uh, so, so so Bill's gonna go walk all the way down the end of the catwalk <laughs> to one of the two sets of stairs on either end of the building, and uh, he's gonna go downstairs. And I'm pretty sure Raz is just gonna like grappling hook back up to the skylight. <laughs> I totally that is exactly what Raz would do. <laughs> I'm not even gonna take a sweet move for that. You just get you can just do that. Yeah, the, the second Bill gets down to the floor, she just yeah. right up. Yeah, so Bill, but also, Bill, there's a whole maze of boxes on both sides of the building, so I want you to roll to see if you get lost. <laughs> what do I have to roll? Roll me a d10. Any modifier? No, just roll me, give me a straight d10 roll. Five. <laughs> you get lost. Worth it. Worth <laughs> All right, it. so roll me a d10 to figure out how many minutes it takes you to get out of the boxes. Just a straight roll. 
seven. Takes so so it's gonna take seven minutes of water girl boxes of being lost. By that time, I'm pretty sure I had the keys that drove here. Um, you you'll 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 be so by that time. So okay, so Bill, you are now in the center of the room with a pile of dead bodies, some dust, and an unconscious tech billionaire. And uh, Raz is gone. Raz is out of the building. Raz is probably almost all the way to the car. Warm SUV waiting yeah. for you. Yeah, so, so, every, so the other two are just sitting in the car waiting for you, and you are in the room of death. You know, at least I know how Thanos feels. <laughs> oh. I think I appreciate it. Okay, I, I need help. I'm lost. Well, there is a door. There's a metal door on the, the exterior of the wall that... Uh, does lead outside and you, you saw the well so there's there's so if you're in the middle of the room there's one to the left and one to the right if you're facing the wall that uh, you were originally came in on from the skylight so th- there are two doors on that side of the building there was a door actually by the stairs but uh, <laughs> we didn't take that I'm, I'm gonna take the this door to my right all right, you get to it. It's uh, it's one of those doors that you can that you can push out even when it's locked. So, you are now standing on the street in the rain. Yeah, I just need to figure out my bearings from here. You 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 know the way back to the. the oh, SUV there's the car. Here. Okay. <laughs> so, so like ten minutes later, <laughs> Bill walks up to the SUV, just soaked and confused. I have killed way more people today than I expected to in my entire career. I just want to say that. Yeah, get used to it. Let's go. <laughs> we drive off. I just, lo- I just love the fact that, like, the, the, the technically the main villain for this storyline is still alive and fine. He's just going to wake up with a headache and... And no cell phone. <laughs> no cell phone and a pile of corpses <laughs> he's only well, responsible for one of them uh, <laughs> oh okay so I'm assuming you guys drive back to the office yep alright I was probably freaking out as usual can we stop for nuggets you, sure yeah so okay. uh, on the way back to the office you you stop at a fast food restaurant and get some chicken nuggets Wonderful. And just <laughs> eat the chicken nuggets in your your well, Bill's probably in perfectly fine shape physically. Cause he didn't get hit by anything, did he? Yeah. I didn't get hit by anything, I just got lost. Yeah, you stayed on the catwalk. Uh but <laughs> Babbitt looks terrible. <laughs> Babbitt was almost dead. Like I just have to be really clear. Player yeah, characters two-thirds so dead. Like I don't know why why Babbitt keeps getting like so hurt, and Bill and Raz are like pretty much fine. Well, because you because they just could not roll on Raz to save their <laughs> lives. Literally, they like every time they keep rolling to hit you, and then like I, they'd roll really well on their attack roll, but they like completely screw up the damage roll. Mm-hmm. They they foul well, up the damage roll. 
last time it was kind of my fault. I was just going for it. But now this time he rolled incredibly well on you. Like, yeah, (laughs) he like that attack roll was a nine. Like you, you were like, I was, I was genuinely concerned because I wasn't expecting him to roll that well. Yeah. So it's, so you guys sit down in, in a McDougal's or something and are eating your chicken nuggets and it's the middle of the night. Babbitt looks like he's been mauled by a tiger. (laughs) Raz looks fine. It's scary. Yeah, well, Raz has got some bullet holes in her clothes and like, but not in her. So. I'm just soaking wet. (laughs) (laughs) We get, we get Bella happy meal. (laughs) The toy surprise inside is a plastic soldier who looks a lot like the two guys you vaporized. (laughs) This, this isn't make, making me happy at all. I just want that on the record. Mm. Oh. How did my mom do this? So so now you've got this... You've got the data stolen from Prupip Technologies. You know it was stolen by one of the owners and you witnessed him murder someone. That's you're, not a good dude. You're gonna you're, you're gonna have to do something with this information. Yep. So I will say that uh just to give some background information, um you do actually know someone on the police force, Raz. Okay. Uh you know um a lieutenant a Lieutenant Johnson, who is an old friend of your father's, who's on the police force. Here in San, he's uh, he used to be a cop out east, and now he's here in San Ricardo. So you do know somebody. Yeah. Okay. Um. But it's like the middle of the night, right? Yes. Hey. Okay. I mean, you guys can you know go to sleep and deal with it in the morning. Okay, cool. Because Jim's gonna be really mad at me if I call him in the middle of the night. Is this is this Reginald Vell Johnson? <laughs> this is not Reginald Vell Johnson. Okay, all right. I feel like that that name's really familiar. Oh, that's, yeah. Yep. That's exactly that is. There was a. Yeah. Um, he wasn't supposed to be, but now I kind of <laughs> want him to be. His son, Jim. Well, I mean, Reginald Bell Johnson, of course, played a cop famously in uh, Die Hard, uh, but also in um, <laughs> Family Matters. Uh, no, he's not Reginald Bell Johnson. No. Okay. This guy's much blander than that. Okay. Yeah, I'd say we sleep it off. Yeah, um, which will let you guys recover your health. Yeah. I could use a rest. I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any combat planned. For the, the, the old friend of the cop. But. 
And Kel can take a look at the phone and the... I mean, if you guys picked a fight with him, I would make him, like, level 5 re-archetyped five timers or something. Yeah. <laughs> with impossible stats, but, uh, if you guys get... So, yeah. You gonna go back to the, the Stormwood offices? Where do you live, Raz? Where does Raz live? Probably right above the offices. Okay. Like, apartment up there. Okay, that makes sense. Where else? Something something far too expensive for this area of town because the housing market in San Ricardo is nuts. But, okay, so right above, that's fine. All right, so you guys uh, all go to sleep. And are you going to regroup in the morning? Do you want to give the flash drive to Kel? Do you? Yeah, I give the flash drive to Kel. Kel is the best person to give it to. And I'm going to give him the phone as well. Okay. So I'm going to say night passes. Kel has stayed up overnight looking at stuff. It is the morning in San Ricardo. Sunlight streams through the windows, casting rays of light on a very, very tired-looking Kel who has bags under his eyes and about 20 empty coffee cups next to his desk. As you come in, and he just looks at you. and I hate you so much. <laughs> What'd you find? Okay, so I'll start with the phone, and that is, uh, I got into it, I have a copy of the whole data, I have the whole thing, I have not been able to find a cipher for the text within the text chain you, sh chain you showed me, uh, I might be, I'm, I'm still working on it, alright, still working on it, still working on it, don't have an answer yet. As for the flash drive, it is a complex Technomage locator spell that it appears to be proprietary, uh, it looks like Prupip Technologies was working on a way to uh, locate somebody using uh, Technomancy. Mm. And uh, if you were to somehow cast this spell while this was running on a net-connected server, in theory, anywhere in the world, if you correctly identified what you were looking for, you could find your target. So... Hmm. I don't, this doesn't look complete, but let me tell you, this is, if this was being run by a tech company, there is no way that they've got a federal magic license. Yeah. There is a strict ban on technomancy. 100%. Like, just having this spell, just having this spell right now, if we didn't have a federal license, just having it would be illegal. And if we were to ever use it, we'd be in violation of our license. Like, so we can legally hold on to this, but we can't, if we were to cast this for whoever this is designed to look for, everybody here is going to jail. Okay. Well, then... But, I really don't want to go to jail. But I'm any, against that. But anybody who worked on this at Prupip Technologies, like, this is clearly off of their server. Like, this is this code has all of their signatures, all of, like, this is 100% provable to come from their server, that anybody who worked on this 
any of those people could go to jail immediately. Like, I mean, never mind the murder fest last night. <laughs> I really underestimated I mean, how intense the psychic flame would be. I mean, I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, odds are, like, I mean, I don't think we want to tell the cops about what happened at the warehouse. Odds are Piper doesn't want to tell people what happened at the warehouse since he did shoot a guy in the head. So who knows if there's any evidence there at all anymore. But this evidence, this drive, this could put Piper in jail for at least 20 years. The fact that I'm not afraid to hold it is only because I work here. Yeah. Well, I guess I better call up Jim. All right, Jim, who you gave a first name to. Uh, <laughs> you named him Jim Johnson. Yep. <laughs> I'll take it. Jim's fine. So you call up Jim, who is... Uh, yeah, he's a lieutenant with the San Ricardo Police Department. He is uh, hes an older guy. He's in his 60s. Um, uh, white guy. Uh, not in his 60s, kind of like, you know, big, thick, kind of blonde mustache. Receding hairline. Walks into the, the Stormwood offices. And uh, he just kind of goes... What? Uh, hi, Raz. God, I haven't seen you since you were. Yay, hi. What's, uh. Good, good uh, why am I here? What's going on? Well, I've been working a case. What's well, good? Um. <laughs> yeah, so you, of course, know all about the, um. Uh, you know, general ban on magic stuff. Yeah, you gotta have a federal license for that stuff. Yeah. Well, I was doing a job for Prupip Technologies, and it went weird in a place. Yeah, and they, they had a they had a break in, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and um, we tracked them down. And because they had um, the people who broke in had taken something off their server and we recovered what that was. And it is a technomancy locator spell that is unfinished. Holy shit. Yeah. What the, do you know what they were trying to locate? Or? It seems like they were trying to locate a person. Um, okay. My best guess is well I think I need a little more backstory on like what happened to Hollowell. Alright, so the, the Dark Lord the, the Dark Wizard Hollowell he first appeared he he was originally um born in the eighteen hundreds and he was defeated by one of your ancestors, Aesop Aesop Stormwood you get to name your dad, but I get to name your ancestor, Aesop Stormwood. Uh, he was defeated by Aesop Stormwood in the mid-1800s. Uh, on his death, he swore he would come back twice. Um, 
he returned 25 years ago. 25 years ago, he returned, and your father destroyed... He defeated him, and he was, like, completely disintegrated. Like, it's... Um, but there is the... But again, the legend is, is that as he died the first time, he, he cast a spell that said he would come back twice. And that he would come back upon his defeat and rise like a phoenix from the ash and blah, blah, blah. He was... Very strange accounts because this is all handwritten down by witnesses. Um, your father did... Uh, so your father defeated him uh, for the second time 25 years ago. Um, and it's... Uh, every time he's been defeated, it's by, been by someone of the, of the Stormwood line. And so... That's that is, and actually, you know that uh, Jim was helped your dad defeat the Dark Lord Hallowell when twenty five years ago. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna tell Jim that we don't know who they were trying to locate, but the guy we got it off of was um, the one owner. Was, uh, was, yeah, the the Piper. Yeah, this yeah. Piper, who's should have grabbed the coin off of him, but whatever. Mad at myself for that. Um, <laughs> he spoke about Hollowell. Hollowell. Yeah, about bringing back Hollowell. That is. Well, that would be bad. You yeah. think that, I mean, we don't know how he's coming back this time. I don't know what, uh, he's kind of glances it's, around nervously. This is, this is bad. I mean, it sounds like he's got followers that are willing to, like, raise him somehow. I don't know if this technomancy spell is supposed to, like, find him in particular. You guys have a, a mage license, right? Like you guys, yeah. you got. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, we're good. So I need to take that flash drive into evidence. Okay. Because we need to. I mean, if if Piper's, if that man is, if Jack Piper is doing this sort of thing, then I mean, if he, if, if we can prove that he had this, or you know, any sort of, of witness that this was in his possession, like, their fingerprints on the drive, then we, we, I mean, if we can prove he even came off his servers, we can, we can take him in. Uh, I'm gonna, though, recommend, can you guys, if you guys could legally hold on, if I don't know that you made a copy of this, he's sort of winking, if I don't know that you made a copy of this, it would technically not be illegal for it to be in your possession. Wink. Right. He, he right. says the word wink. And I just look over at Cal. Cal quietly like takes the drive, wearing gloves, sticks it in his computer, <laughs> makes a copy, takes it back out, puts it in a little plastic bag, hands it to... The Lieutenant Jim Johnson. 
Okay. <laughs> um, it was it was good seeing you. I'm going to I'm gonna deal with this now. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. And so he kind of he kind of leaves, and he's gonna go off and arrest Jack Piper, whose first name you just learned. Sweet. So you have uh <laughs> you 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 have the the team has successfully solved the case, gotten paid and uh witnessed witnessed a halfling getting shot in the head. Yeah, that part I'm still not dealing very well with. <laughs> and that my friends is uh that's that was the rest of the the story for for the uh the episode. So we have we have achieved the end credits roll now. I'm Trey Dorn and I was your game master this session. Uh, our players were Again, Brock is Raz Stormwood, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and Nick Izumi as Bill. I also obviously played Cal. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com, along with our social media is at Twitter, Nerd and Tie, Tumblr, Nerd and Tie, Facebook slash Nerd and Tie. And remember, you can subscribe to this with uh, any place that has podcasts, probably. We'll be on iTunes by the time it's releases, maybe. Who knows? But uh, the RSS feed's always out there. And uh, to be continued. <laughs>